Hi, I'm Anastasia Imaginastia, but you can call me AI for short. Welcome to the Australian Book Lovers First Special Edition podcast, where hosts Darren and Veronica discuss how artificial intelligence will become a tool in creativity or a reason to question our reality. Okay, listeners, welcome to the very first of uh, what what might be quite a few uh, in-between episodes, shall we say, uh, where hosts Veronica and myself, Darren, will be uh, sitting in... Well, we've got our Reader's Cafe, we've got the Writer's Lounge, but now we've added a new bit of architecture, possibly by necessity, and that is our science fiction, I guess, space station, we'll call it, but uh, like a lounge and in the future Uh, and of course because this is our very first uh, mini episode all about artificial intelligence because it has yes it's uh, poked its head up and said hello in very profound mysterious strange and uh, somewhat daunting ways but anyway nonetheless I am Darren Kizuko, dystopian science fiction and horror author avid reader and one of your co-hosts and co-founders of the Australian Book Lovers coming to you from Ghana country. And I'm Veronica Strecken, aka V.E. Patton, science fiction, fantasy, biography, uh, or memoir, picture book writer, and also voracious reader, your other co-host, coming to you today from Wurundjeri, Wairarung country over in Victoria, and hoping that we could be doing a little bit of light gravity, free-falling Darren in the lounge. That would suit me just fine well yes i'm definitely drinking out of weird crystal pyramid shaped glasses looking out the window right now and oh way way down there i can see earth spinning and uh mind (laughs) you there's a lot of spaceships (laughs) flying past so every now and then they get in the way those pasty spaceships doing the mining or whatever they're doing but yes a little bit of non-gravity is good for the soul i think all i'm guessing anyway (laughs) well swimming gives you a little bit of almost non-gravity so yeah yeah i've been thinking about doing some uh, water aerobics but thinking about getting changed in the winter in melbourne especially out in the macedon ranges not so sure that that's going to be uh, a goer but anyway back to ai and one thing i did look up uh was ai because we're going to talk about uh, ai and mostly in relation to creative writing because we know AI is, you know, the, the, I guess the latest and greatest, the, the next round of technical revolution. But I was thinking that I've kind of felt like AI has been around for a long time, and it certainly has in the, you know, science fiction writers. And there are quite a lot of reasonably famous AI books uh, out and about. And the most famous, most likely, is 2001 A Space Odyssey, where Hal, you know, the very bad. Uh, how the AI takes over and uh, yeah he does bad things in 2001 and of course there's the Terminator so you know it's out there it's it's doing things the old Skynet there but there's there's other good things you know do androids dream of electric sheep Uh, there's the you know Jay Kristoff's uh, Amy Kaufman's Illuminae files so AI can be good or bad in books what have you found in real life that AI is offering? 
Well, like I said, I mean, uh, artificial intelligence from a computer chip perspective or, or a digital intelligence, is, it's always been a, a trope or, a, you know, one of those fascinating mm. sort of points of discussion for a whole range of different genres, but of course mainly science fiction, most definitely. Um, I think, you know, I was kind of caught by surprise, I guess, because I, you know, don't haven't been able to catch up with too much because you just kind of focus on what you're doing and mm. I, I sort mm. of uh, started just having a little bit of look I could hear the rumbling in the background about you know AI and meeting in white you know the White House and you know the panic and I thought hang on a second like what has something like leapfrogged the technology what's going mm-hmm. on and then mm-hmm. so I had a bit of a look and yeah of course the, I was absolutely stunned and uh, you know had a moment of existential crisis where I realised that technology has actually taken a huge leap and I, no doubt it didn't happen overnight in the sense of it's been something that's been working or has been worked on for a long time in the background. And yes, we've had snippets of it creeping into our daily life. I mean, obviously we all use Google. We, we use, at least, you know, yourself and I, myself, Veronica, we use, uh, you know, like Pro Writing Aid or, or, you know, Scrivener and there's all these cool digital tools that, you know we think of as tools you know tools mm, in mm. in our collection that w- that will help or at least they're available to use for when we're writing but when i started playing with the ai now for people listening out there that haven't had the opportunity to sort of delve into it or haven't sat down with any interface that is you know based on the artificial intelligence sort of platform at the moment the common one it's pretty damn overwhelming because essentially we've got a new uh, I guess in text input system where you can ask it just about anything and it can respond in ways that will leave you feeling like uh, there's magic happening for example you can t- ask it to write a 1000 word horror story give it all the parameters you want hit enter and it'll write it right in front of you in a matter now of just one to, to two to minutes to clarify Darren you're using one of the free AI pieces we, of software there that's right. So yeah. one of the main ones out there at the moment is it's from OpenAI and it's called ChatGPT. However, it's moving so quick that after I started playing with that, which is free and anyone can go to OpenAI and have a play with it, the Microsoft have already built the latest ChatGPT model into their search engine Bing. So if you go mm. to Microsoft Edge and just go to open up Bing, the search engine, you'll have a chat option there already with AI. Mm. So it is basically the equivalent of a digital friend that will do whatever you need it to do. It will talk with you, it will write essays for you, it will search the internet to find things for you. Absolutely gobsmacked. But I guess the uh, you know the whole reason for this little meeting here in our proverbial space stations is just the fact that it has arrived and i think it's going to bring so many questions to the table that at some point we'll all have to face and you know for example at what point does a digital tool cross over to no longer being a tool in the sense of you know we've reached a point now where at least you know, on a basic level, but it's only it's exponentially moving fast, so it won't take long before it'll be pretty hard to discern, for example, on, on an article that you're reading, was it written by AI or was it written by a human being? Was, yeah, it, was it'll it a be human interesting being to know what publishers are going to do about 
you know, policing it or, or will they police it? I mean, the Australian Society of Authors did a, a survey last month and they got just over 200 responses, just getting a sense of what are Australian authors and illustrators in particular, um, how many of them uh, are using it. So 80% of respondents said they don't use generative AI as part of their writing or illustrating, but the ones that are using it, you know, most of them are using the chat uh, GPT, uh, they're using Grammarly, apparently that's got some AI in it as well now, PseudoWrite and we've all, I guess, had a little bit of a touch of the AI when you ring up and try and get your insurance sorted or you're trying to, you know, help desk on various other things and the, <clears throat> excuse me, the chatbots um, are kind of there but this is, feels like, as you say, quite a big leap. So thinking about the questions that people might be asking we're just going to explore a few of the bits and pieces uh, and if you're you know interested keep listening but remember that we're just exploring at the same time as you so we are far from experts but keen to learn I think is the idea yeah yeah absolutely right essentially you know just a couple of weeks ago I was up at three in the morning realizing in my own head that oh my god this is happening. This is a whole new transformation of the way we're going to interact with computers. Not only that, it's a whole transformation of the way computers are going to interact with us and with society, with our employment, with our social lives, with everything. Mm. And so, you know, and coming as we're both writers, obviously, Veronica, we love reading, we love writing, we love talking to authors, we love trying to promote Australian books. And, you know, we've already seen so many changes in the publishing industry you know with the integration of ebooks electronic books and with the the ability to self-publish and the ability to you know organize print on demand there's been a you know there has been some fantastic changes through the industry but the the reason why we want to start these short little discussions and this is really just the intro episode and that is because it's going to have it's there's going to be huge changes and they're going to happen so fast that you know i think as they come as different elements pop up as different uh, scenarios you know give us new pause for reflection or or maybe give us new avenues that will be beneficial for us to understand more and maybe integrate into those aspects of all of all of our writing whether it might be the writing itself might whether it's the coming up with creativity you know more creative ideas whether it's the editing process whether it's the self-publishing process marketing process illustrative process all those things uh whether i don't think it's whether we like it or not i think it's always going to be an option but the mm. reality is the tools that are just available today are are just absolute light years from what was were available just several months ago and i think it's a very exciting da- and yet daunting um i just yeah well certainly it, people are concerned that you know if if publishers are going to use ai tools what's the point of having writers but i think the idea is not to panic and go down to that uh kind of well it's all over might as well give up kind of thing because currently the while they're quite good they're um it still needs human interaction it still needs human innovation it still needs human imagination and you know the content to give the depth of emotion and those kind of um nuances and to create that voice that's uniquely your own rather than you know please write me a story in the vein of stephen king is still requires human interaction so yeah we'll do a bit of exploring 
Oh, most definitely. And but but the the scope is just so much wider. I mean, mm. you can teach it to learn your style of writing, and mm. then you can have it write something in your voice, in your you know literary mannerisms, I guess. Um, and I think it's huge when it comes to editing too, uh, because for example, I could upload a manuscript, uh, say for example a short story, and then do the have have it edited in the sense of check for grammar issues, spelling issues, which is a tool we've had pretty similar yeah, already. Yeah, there's lots of tools out. But yeah, yeah but then yeah. I could have it re-edited in a cross between my voice and H.P. Lovecraft mm. or a, a cross between myself and Clive Barker or have it rewritten the same story you're re-edited in the voice of, say, Stephen King or, you know, Sean Hudson or, you know, it's um, it's just mind-boggling. And I'm still, you know, I'm still playing with it at the moment and just trying to learn and understand it. I'm, I'm playing around with, you know, Dali and Hot Pot AI and the text-to-image generators, which are just, you know, again, astounding. And, of course, I'm looking into the... The voice technology, for example, Eleven Labs, which is essentially you can train it to under, learn a voice. So it could, mm-hmm. I can give it sixty seconds or ninety seconds in my voice, and then it can then actually use my voice to generate anything I type into it, which is so how really will people bizarre. Know? That we're really doing the podcast, Darren. Well, this is exactly <laughs> where we're heading to. This is just it. But I think you are also right. And look, on one hand, it's terrifying and it's going to be very disruptive, and we. You know, in future episodes, we're going to sort of break down each part as as it surfaces and look at the pros and cons and what it means. But, but at the same time, as as you know, as uh, as much as it gives me existential dread in the sense of I feel like I'm going to be left behind because we're about to leapfrog into this whole new cybernetic technology. The it also is exciting because it means that the art that's could, can be clearly defined as being sourced or having an original you know source from a an actual human being i think it's going to be more valuable than ever i think there's going to be a place mm. for artificial intelligent art and i can't wait mm-hmm. i love you know i love the idea of you know, having these magnificent drawings or even stories or whatever it might be coming from an intelligent computer system that's i mean that's what we dreamed of when we were kids or at least i did <laughs> a sci-fi but at the same time i think it's going to make human art it's going to make it even more powerful, more uh, uh, special in a whole new manner and in a whole new profound way. And so, yeah, I, I, you mentioned earlier that, you know, not for people to think, oh, that's it, I'm giving up. I think the opposite. I think we just have to work out the dance. But now it's just a matter as long as we can discover a way moving forward. And I think this is going to be a huge point of discussion across the globe uh, moving forward. To if there's a certain, I wouldn't say checklist, but a certain approach that we can take where we can kind of assuredly recognise something as being human or AI, mm-hmm. and then I think if there's if there's certain key markers that we can identify as being human based in whatever art form it is, then that that's a beautiful thing. But then that is where we get into really philosophical quicksand because how do we differentiate? art between human and AI that's and that's for a whole other topic down the road but but, but I I love the idea of humans being yeah yeah, our value as artists may increase 
in a world that's about to be swamped. So, for example, ChatGPT is already so popular, it is um, slowing down. Mm. Uh, it's reached capacity as far as its users, so I can t- whereas mm-hmm. before it was instant, now it's on. So, and it's learning. It's learning mm-hmm. because from all the interactions. Uh, and also the, the content. So I just say to people, just be a little bit cautious. You know, we don't currently have uh, an idea of, and you're, are you giving permission? So check the uh, information on websites and those kind of things, whether you're, by using these tools, you're giving permission for the generative AI to reuse your material in its learning and whether, you know, you're happy to put, your stories and those kind of things out there there's no current licensing system to you know in australia at least that compensates authors for the use of their work um there's no uh sort of practical measures to kind of uh do a collective licensing for ai training uh those kind of things so just investigate carefully put dip your toe in get some ideas so that you can make informed decisions about whether you want to be just using it for uh, editing or whether it's something that you know you and uh, the AI together want to create a series of you know vampire paranormal romances whatever you like Uh, it's it's out there currently to be used a lot of people are saying no absolutely won't use any Uh, and some people are going yep loving it jumping right in there's courses and all sorts of things happening so also remembering that we are just doing doing writers. Uh, there are many other uses for artificial intelligence, particularly in, in health uh, and the medical field and all those kind of things, in productivity and business. Some of that really awful grunt work, as you know, you mentioned beforehand, uh, Darren, bringing out reports that uh, sometimes would take people, uh, you know, two weeks out of the month to put together, uh, that AI can do it, you know, uh, pretty quickly. And then all you have to do is check it and add the bits and pieces and all of that collation uh, can be done together. So, yeah. And you you said something there that I think is uh, really getting close to the the exciting part, and that is if you want to collaborate with the AI. And look, obviously there is a million things going on at the moment. It is just huge. It's changing every minute, every hour. And, you know, moving forward in our Space Station episodes, we'll definitely sort of hone in on a particular subject each time. But for our listeners out there and that uh, are probably thinking, what is going on with all this AI or how does it even work? You know, if we integrate just a couple of elements, so if we, if we, for example, integrate something like the chat GBT or that, that, that chat with the AI, which does respond in, in a human fat manner, and, for example, Eleven Labs, so with Google Homes. So, for example, this is what is technically possible today, right now, and that is, for example, I could, if I had vocal recordings or voice recordings of a loved one that I had lost... I could teach it how to talk in a lost loved one's voice. I could then give my uh, a chat AI of a name and basically begin talking with it just like I would to a person. And for example, I could be cooking and having a conversation with a loved one that's actually no longer with me. And I could teach it memories or it could research on the net to bring back images and maybe say, do you remember about this? It is, you know, so when you think mm. about it, you can actually, or you can create a writing buddy. And so you, you, you're busy, you're doing the chores, and while you're 
folding washing or chopping onions or whatever you might be doing. Or chilies in your yeah, place. chopping chilies, making sauce. <laughs> you could you've got your chat AI. You've given it a name and say, hey, you know, Frank, listen, man, I'm really stumped. I, I need something for this scene. Uh, you know, oh, what, what's what's the scene about? Well, it's about like this. What are you mm-hmm. after to do? Well, look, Frank, uh, can you give me a couple of options? I want one to and uh, you know all these things. And then Frank will just talk to you and say. Okay, well, this is what I've done. I'll read it out to you, but I'll also print it out for you so you can have a look through later. And that's we are in the future. Finally, (laughs) we've gone from. I always make jokes about having you know that phone that can answer any question in your pocket, and all we're doing is sending rude photos. Yeah. Um, You know, or or photos of what we ate. (laughs) Some of us might be. All right. But anyway, so that is. I mean, that's where we are today, and. So it's pretty damn exciting. So there's a lot of stuff coming, for, you know, forward with AI. It's literally just exploded across the planet. They're having oh, meetings everywhere, yeah. and uh, I'm really looking forward to catching up in the Space Lounge moving forward, Veronica, on spasmodic and erratic episodes yep. as things pop up, and we can maybe illuminate for ourselves and also for our listeners different elements of what it's going to mean for us as human beings and for us as artists. Indeed. And I did ask the chat P, uh, GPT, I haven't got the initials right yet, what were the uh, what are the benefits of AI for creative writers? And so without going into it too heavily, inspiration and idea generation, writing assistance, language enhancement, time efficiency, content generation, translation and localization, research and fact checking. But I do like the the final paragraph which says while AI can offer valuable support and enhance the writing process, it's important to note that the human touch and creative intuition remain critical. AI should be seen as a tool to assist and collaborate with writers rather than replace them entirely. So there you go. Well, just before we recorded, I wrote, uh, <laughs> I, I actually played with Bing. So in Bing, I just all I said was write a short 100 word introduction to a podcast called Australian Book Lovers. And literally in two seconds, it came up with Australian Book Lovers is a podcast that celebrates the love of reading and literature. Each episode features interviews with authors, book reviews and discussions about the latest trends in the literary world. Whether you're a seasoned bookworm or just starting to explore the world of literature, Australian Book Lovers is the perfect podcast for anyone who loves books and reading. Tune in to discover new authors, learn about the latest book releases and connect with other book lovers from around Australia. So that's perfect. So very nice. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Thank Bing. you, Bingy. Uh, uh, there's Bing and then there's, oh, there's all sorts. Oh, there but yes. So. All right. So watch this space, basically. I yeah. have finished my bulb of tea and uh, tossed that into the recycler. Um, I'm winding down the gravity to get back to Earth, sadly. Uh, yeah. We'll think about what's going to happen. But keep your eye on these little mini episodes. And uh, we shall see you next time. Yeah, absolutely. So looking forward to delving into something a little bit more detail next time. But otherwise, uh, this is Darren from the space station that is run by AI. (laughs) And uh, looking forward to seeing you, or should I say, looking forward to joining you on the next edition of Australian Book Lovers Podcast coming up very shortly. All the best, everybody. Don't forget, though, it's still important to remember to read read more. more. Aussie. Aussie human books. books. So we might have to change the tagline. <laughs> we might have to. All right, bye for now. All right, take care, everybody.